Chapter 7 Language and Culture In 1979, schools on the Navajo Reservation had about 80% of students speaking Navajo. Ten years later, 5%. There's just too much English influence to really be effective in keeping our language. If the Navajo language is lost, we will not be a unique people. We will have no culture. We will have no prayers. Marilyn Begay, a fifth grade teacher, the Navajo Language Immersion School, Navajo Nation Reservation, Arizona. The essential question, what do the spread of and changes in languages tell us about the cultures of the world? The Navajo and Native American groups of the United States Southwest face many of these same problems as indigenous peoples across the world, the loss of their native language and culture in the context of globalization. Currently, there are approximately 7,000 languages that people speak around the world, but by the end of the century, about half of those languages will be gone. Most of these languages are spoken by small, isolated groups. As these groups become integrated into larger society, the people often learn the language of the majority. The traditional language falls into disuse and becomes extinct. Since language is the key element in communication, with the loss of this language comes a loss of a central part of a group's history and cultural identity. Relationships among languages As the Navajo example illustrates, language is essential to a group's culture. It creates a sense of place and a cultural landscape. The Navajo experience shows that today's communication technologies are reshaping cultures and bringing drastic change to and even destroying age-old practices and languages. Yet, language, like all elements of culture, has long been changing. The earliest languages spread from their cultural hearts and faced a multitude of local, international and global forces, including conquest, colonialism, imperialism and trade, up to the globalization and widespread instant communication of present day. Origins of Language Currently, linguists, scientists who study languages, think that humans first began communicating through spoken sounds as recently as tens of thousands of years ago or as long as a few hundred thousand years ago. They are not sure how language diffused. Was it through the dispersion of people? who carried the language wisdom that they dispersed across the planet? Or was it through transmission, as people learned languages from their neighbors? Or was it through conquest, with one people imposing language on others? Language families. Linguists also are not sure whether all languages descended from one original language. They do believe that nearly all languages spoken today can be grouped into about 15 families of languages. 
The relationship among these language families is often shown as a language tree because it suggests how several languages are related to each other, as well as how one language grows out of another. The distribution of languages reflects humans' migrations. The migration of Huns from Central Asia to Central Europe around 1500 years ago explains why most of the Hungarian-like languages are found nearly 3,000 miles east of it. Indo-European Languages Of the 15 major language families is the Indo-European language family a large group of languages that might have all descended from a single language spoken around 6,000 years ago. Nearly half of the world's population speaks one of the languages of the Indo-European language family. This family includes about 2.8 billion native speakers of between 400 and 500 languages. With the Indo-European, one of the branches is Latin. The history of Latin shows how difficult the study of language is. Languages constantly evolve as more people move away from languages, cultural hearts, because of contact with other languages, or isolation from other languages. 2,000 years ago, when the Roman Empire dominated much of what is now today Europe, people in the empire spoke Latin. However, as the empire dissolved starting in the 5th century, transportation became more dangerous and trade declined. As a result, Latin speakers became geographically isolated from one another. The unifying language of Latin diverged into distinct regional languages known as Romance languages. Most of these later vanished, but Portuguese, Spanish, French, Italian all survived and grew. The historical connection among these languages is evident in their similar words. The word for father and mother in English are very similar to the Latin words, but other, bread, other words are not. This suggests that English is not a direct descendant of Latin. It evolved from a Germanic language, but it has been heavily influenced by Romance languages such as French. Accents and Dialects Languages can be further divided into smaller categories by other traits. One is by accent, how words sound when pronounced. Accents often reflect social class or geographic region. The boundaries between variations in pronunciations or words used are called isoglosses. Variations in accent, grammar, usage, and spelling create dialects or regional variations of the language. Variation between dialects are large enough that most speakers notice them, but small enough that speakers can still understand each other easily. Often, the dialect spoken by the most influential group in a country is considered a standard, and others are modifications. Hello, everyone, is standard. Hi, y'all, and hey, you guys are dialectal versions. 
Dialects often include distant adages or sayings that attempt to express truth about life, such as, The early bird gets the worm. The following are some examples that show the differences between the two dialects of English, American, and Britain. American English versus British English. Elevator, British, lift. In English, apartment. In British, flat. American, parking lot. British, car park. American, trunk of the car. In British, the boot. American English, gas. British, petrol. Some of these can also be variations and pronunciations of the words, such as the word in American they say, lieutenant, but in British they say, lieutenant. Spelling can differ as well. For example, meter in American English is spelled M-E-T-E-R, but meter in British is spelled M-E-T-R-E. Words such as color and theater are also spelled different. We see color spelled C-O-L-O-U-R in British spelling, as well as tire being spelled T-Y-R-E in British, as opposed to the American T-I-R-E. Common phrases include American English, they would say, I'm tired. But British English would say, I'm knackered. American English would say, I'll call you. British English would say, I'll ring you. Within dialects are subdialects. For example, in the United States, a native of Texas is likely to speak different dialect than a native of New York City. Often, dialects are the legacy of differences in the past, but they can also be the first step in the evolution of a new language. Just as Romance languages emerged as regional variations of Latin, new languages are developing today. For example, if the differences between British English and American English increased so much that speakers could not easily communicate with each other, the two would be classified as different languages instead of dialects of one. Diffusion of Languages Languages often spread through diffusion, the spread of culture over wide areas through migration as well as by more indirect means. The major globalization languages around the world, English, France, Spanish, and Arabic, spread from their hearts largely because of conquest and colonialism. In the case of Arabic, it is used as a standard religious language in Islam and contributed to its success. Some languages never diffuse widely. Mandarin Chinese, though it is the second most commonly spoken language in the world, did not. Though China was the most powerful and innovative country in the world for much of the past 2,000 years and its merchants settled in various parts of Asia and Oceania, China never established colonies outside of Asia. As a result, Chinese speakers have always been concentrated in China. English as lingua franca. Unlike Chinese, English has a widespread spatial distribution. 
English is the most widely used language in the world with nearly 1.5 billion speakers. Native speakers are concentrated in lands colonized by Great Britain, such as the United States, Canada, South Africa, India, and Australia. However, most speakers of English do not use it as their primary language. Rather, they use it as a lingua franca, a common language used by people who do not share the same native language. For example, Nigerians commonly speak one of 500 indigenous languages at home, but they learn English to communicate with everyone who does not speak their language. Globalization and new technology explain why English is a common lingua franca. Multinational corporations based in the United States and Great Britain made English the common language for international business. Scientists and other scholars, airline pilots throughout the world, and many journalists begin to use English to communicate across the globe. English evolved as the lingua franca of the internet and is widely used in social media. Television shows and movies are often in English and they are shown around the world. The wide use of English has made communication among people around the world easy. However, it has also sparked resentment in some who feel that the intrusion of the American language and culture dilutes their own unique linguistic and cultural practices. Other Lingua Francas Other major Lingua Francas are Arabic, Spanish, French, Swahili and Russian. Each has a wide distribution and is often learned as a second language. Creating new words and languages. Many new words begin as slang, which is informal usage by a segment of the population. For example, the word brunch was slang before it became standard. Pigeon languages. When speakers of two different languages have extensive contact with each other, often because of trade, they sometimes develop a pidgin language, a simplified mixture of the two languages that has fewer grammatical rules and a smaller vocabulary, but is not the native language of either group. In Papua New Guinea, the pidgin combines English and Papuan languages. Creole languages over time, two or more separate languages can mix and develop a more formal structure and vocabulary so that they are no longer a pidgin language. They create a new combined language known as a Creole language. Afrikaans is a Creole language spoken in South Africa that combines Dutch with several European and African languages. On the island of the Caribbean, Creole languages are common. Africans captured and brought to enslavement in the Americas between 1500 and 1800s were unable to transplant their languages. Stolen from their communities, they were forced onto ships with captives from various regions in Africa. With no common language among the groups of captives, communication was difficult. Because of this linguistic isolation, most lost their languages after only one generation in the Americas. Yet, they were able to create Creole languages by combining parts of the African languages with the European colonizers' languages of English, Spanish, French, or Portuguese. 
The most widely used Creole language in the Americas is found in Haiti. Haitian Creole is derived from mostly French with influences from numerous languages of West Africa. It has become an official language of Haiti and is a source of national pride and cultural identity. The United States included a smaller percentage of enslaved Africans than did many Caribbean islands, so it had fewer Creole languages. One exception is the Gullah or Geechee language of South Carolina and Georgia in places where enslaved Africans once made up about three quarters of the population. Swahili in East Africa Another example of language mixing occurring in East Africa. As early as the 8th century, trade between Arab-speaking merchants and Bantu-speaking residents resulted in the development of Swahili. Swahili is still spoken by some groups in Africa and is the official language of four African nations, Kenya, Uganda, Tanzania and the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Language Policies and Cultural Landscape Language is the most important to a group's cultural identity. Because a culture occupies a certain spatial area, its language becomes intertwined with the place and its landscape. For example, native Hawaiians, whose economy relies on fishing, have five dozen words for fishing net. In addition, signs in some places create a cultural landscape as they reflect people's linguistic heritage and tie them to that place. For example, as we mentioned before, many signs in the Quebec portion of Canada are in French and English. Toponyms Toponyms, the names of places, reflect culture. For example, in 657 BCE, the Greeks founded a colony that they named Byzantium, probably after a leader named Byza. After the city fell under Roman control, the Romans renamed it Constantinople after one of their emperors. When the Turks seized the city in 1453, they started to call it Istanbul, which means to the city. Official Languages while the United States does not have an official language, one designated by law to be the country's language of government, some countries do. These countries can be grouped into three categories. Some countries are homogeneous, or made up of largely ethnically similar people, such as Iceland, Japan, or Slovenia. Some countries use language to discourage people from maintaining a traditional culture. English colonizers did this in Ireland, Scotland and Wales to promote quick assimilation. Some countries include several large ethnic groups. These countries want to honor all groups equally. For example, Zimbabwe is home to several large ethnic groups, so it has 16 official languages. People use English as a lingua franca to make communication easier. Spanish at various scales. What defines the region of the United States where Spanish is widely spoken? Geographers answer this question using various tools such as census data, surveys, and the cultural landscape. 
They have found that the Spanish-speaking regions change depending on the level of analysis. At the global level, the answer is the entire country. The United States includes more than 41 million people who grew up primarily speaking Spanish, and another 11 million who are bilingual. On a cartogram which showed the total number of Spanish speakers in a country, the United States would be the second largest country in the world. Only Mexico would be larger.